Hello, welcome back to the Fit and Lit podcast where we talk about fitness and literature or trashy novels, but fit and trashy novels just doesn't have the quite the same ring to it. I am your host, Bridget Koenig, and it is October 3rd. If you are a Mean Girls fan, you know what that means. He asked me what day it was. I said, it's October 3rd. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good day. It's a good day for us girlies, us 90s girlies. Um, and since it's the beginning of October, we're doing an October reset. I've never done one of these before, never on Instagram, never on YouTube. And I actually have a lot of notes today to talk about. So hopefully this podcast kind of has more of a flow to it than the past ones. I'm going to try my best to get it read at that 45 minute mark again. And I'm going to slow it down, which is going to be hard because I'm drinking a coffee. It is morning here. Normally I film in the evenings, which if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, make sure to like and subscribe because it really helps me out. You'll notice that I'm at like a different angle because the sun is out. Normally I film these at like 9.30, 10 o'clock, not 10 o'clock. I'd say like 8.30 to 9.30 is usually when I film these. So it's usually dark and the lighting is a little bit different. So just bear with me on that one. But I am drinking a coffee this morning. This is from a local coffee shop. I got a pumpkin spice latte with soy milk and it's okay. I prefer the other one from the place that rhymes with Schmarlux. But this will have to do. So let's say what else? Oh, recap on my mental health. I have an appointment with my therapist today, actually, right after I'm done filming this, but I have been feeling really good. I think that I've kind of been able to understand more to just relax and not take things so seriously. And I've been able to practice that, which has been like the hardest part because we all know that like life isn't really that big of a deal, but when you have anxiety, things that may not seem like a big deal to somebody are a big deal to you, or you just can't process it in a way that's healthy. And I'm finally at that place where I can do that and it's been so nice. Over the weekend, I was able to clean my house just because my house needed to get cleaned, not because I was like rage cleaning or mad at the kids for making a mess or mad at my husband for not, you know, putting something back in the spot that I would have put it um, or being mad at myself for just, you know, taking my shoes off and leaving them in the middle of the walkway instead of putting them away things like that. And for some people that might not be a big deal or you're like, okay. And, but for somebody like me where house cleaning was always something that was super triggering for my anxiety. Like as soon as I would start to clean the house, my anxiety would go crazy. I would like start talking so horribly about myself in my head. I would hear voices from like, you know, people that have talked poorly to me. And like those like things that they said would just like run through my head 
So cleaning was like a horrible experience for me always. So for it to be just like part of life for me, rather than like a punishment to myself is a really, really big deal. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts while I've been cleaning lately, or like I'll watch a movie while I'm putting away laundry, things like that. But in order, like for me to clean without distraction and to like be okay is, it's a big deal for me. So I'm really proud of myself for that. We also went to the pumpkin patch over the weekend. It was the last day of September. So not even October yet. And I was like, let's go. So we got all the kids, um, all the kids. We got both my kids ready. Went to the pumpkin patch with my husband. My husband has this thing where I guess when he was a kid, like they always said, like, you can only get the pumpkin that you can carry out basically. Like I get it. Like my husband's one of eight kids, like <laughs> the parents, you know, my, they don't want to be carrying eight, you know, 30 pound pumpkins. So he was like, now every time we go to the pumpkin patch, he grabs like the biggest pumpkin that he can find. And he picked out two huge ones, um, which I filmed, which will be part of a vlog that'll be coming out sometime this week but he got these like two huge pumpkins one's like really tall and one's like perfectly circular and then he was gonna get this other one but there was like a crack in the bottom like it started to rot a little bit um like right where the vine attaches or the flower pops out I don't know in the bottom there was it was like starting to rot so he told the it's like a really small family run pumpkin patch so he told the the owner he's like yeah I was gonna get that one but it's like starting to rot on the bottom and he's like well you can just take it and like carve it early and he's like no 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 like that's you know I'm not gonna do that and he's like well do you want to feed it to the pigs and they have these two huge um pot belly pigs I think they're Vietnamese pot bellies and they're so cute last year when we went they were just little piglets and like the kids were uh just playing with them and it was so cute um and uh now this year they're huge so he threw the pumpkin over the top of like the pig's pin so that it would like break open and the pigs went crazy they were dead asleep like in their little mud all cute and then they just like heard the pumpkin drop and they're like you know doing their little pig snorts and whines and stuff and they like trotted on over to the little pumpkins and it was so cute the pumpkin was so big that one of the pigs could stick his entire head in there and he was like eating out the little things it was so cute and they had like these little tiny little chickens and um the kids were just having a blast we went into the little corn maze it wasn't quite finished yet because it was the first day that the pumpkin patch was open and it's not even October yet. So um, they got to walk through the corn maze without it being finished. There was like pieces of corn just kind of like tossed to the side that they were going to clean out. So we got to feed those to the chickens and it was just really fun because there was hardly anybody there. We got first pickings of the pumpkins. I got to pick my perfect little pumpkin. I really like I need to figure out what the name of them are, but they're like a bright red orange and like they look like like a vintage pumpkin. Like when you see vintage pumpkin art or like drawings or, you know, just like vintage like coffee mugs with pumpkins on them. They're like that bright red orange color. 
that's the kind of pumpkins I like. And then my daughter got a white pumpkin. And of course, we're going to go to like a whole bunch of different pumpkin patches during the month of October. So we all just picked one other than my husband who picked two because <laughs> you got to get the big ones when you can because they go fast. So he got his two and it was a really good weekend. It was so fun just to be outside and the weather was beautiful. Speaking of pumpkins, we have Dark and Gordy coming out from Athletic Brewing. They just put out the email this morning as I'm filming this, um, which is their fall dark beer. It's described as a dive mouth first into fall with our annual autumnal ace, Dark and Gordy. This porter-inspired brew screams fall with every sip, thanks to a bounty of pumpkin and seasonal spices of cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice. Like a crisp October day in a can. Sounds great, huh? So that's one of the new ones that's just got released. This is a an online exclusive, so you cannot buy this one in store. But the good thing is, is with all the limited edition beers, if it's your first order, you can use code Bridget20 at checkout and you can get 20% off. There's also a link that's going to be down in the show notes or in the description that when you use it, it directly supports me as an um as a athletic <laughs> affiliate. So I would really appreciate that if you would use that link, even if this isn't your first order. They also have some more limited brews that come came out. We have the Sunset Stoke, which is one of my husband's favorites. So he was really excited. Actually, these three are high up on my husband's list. I really like Sunset Stoke as well. Sunset Stoke is an easygoing and epically refreshing red IPA. Not quite pale, but impressively hoppy. It falls in the juicy middle of the IPA spectrum, and it features a subtle malt background and huge waves of hops that are fruity, resinous, and citrusy all at once. A perfect finisher for the days in the sun. And I agree with this one. It's right in the middle, so it's not like super hoppy IPA but it's not like a light. It's like right in the middle has like that slight little fruity taste. It's so perfect. And again, that one is um, limited online only. And the last one, unfortunately, this one is sold out. I don't know if they do restocks on this one. I don't think that they do, but it's the Oktoberfest and it's inspired by traditional Bavarian fest beers and crafted for celebration every fall. So it pours a sunny golden hue with a fluffy foam top and boasts a clean malt backbone from Vienna and Munich malts. It adds a light bitterness to complement the bready aromatics and slightly sweet body, spirited yet delicate and supremely refreshing. Again, it's sold out. I don't know if they're going to do any restocks on it, but you can use the link below to go check out and use code Bridget20 for 20% off your order. They have so many other beers. Um, go check them out. Again, non they're a non-alcoholic brew company. Athletic Brewing, their beers, because they are non-alcoholic, tend to be less in calories. So they're perfect for anyone who's dieting or just trying to limit their alcohol consumption. And they're amazing. Again, Bridget20 at checkout or use the link 
and preferably and use the link in the show notes and description so get yourself some athletic brewing beer next up we have the seven collection from buff bunny collection coming out this is the Karakori collaboration and it comes out or it launches October 7th there are some pieces athletic or I'm sorry buff bunny collection is an athletic wear brand so for women so they really focus on lifestyle pieces there's um a running set that I really want to get I think it's called the wicked the wicked sports bra and the wicked leggings and they're very they're built for running so they joke around and call it the pocket 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 leggings because there's nine pockets in the total set so there's pockets in the back like for goose there's pockets in the bra for like if you want to put your car keys or like some cash or something um your phone can go in the back pocket there's lots of pockets on this one and I'm really excited about that set in particular and also the black and white colors that they have coming out this is it used to be the seven deadly sins collection and they changed the name to the seven collection so um i'm really excited about that one and again that launches on october 7th 1 p.m eastern standard time i believe so if you're on the central coast it's 11 a.m there's also a jean jacket a jean jacket that's coming out like a denim crop jacket i'm really that's like my number one pick I have such a hard time with jean jackets because, you know, shoulders, but it's made for athletic women. So it has a stretch, which I'm really excited about. So hopefully I can get my hands on one of those. I still don't know what color though. There's like um, a light wash, like a light blue denim color. And then there's a black and I'm really, I don't know which one to choose, but I'm really excited about that. Then coming up, we have the Awaken Fall Challenge, which starts on October 8th. I have to adjust my feet here. My legs falling asleep. Wow. Okay. So we have the, I hope you guys can't hear me breathing. I'm like, I feel like I'm holding my breath because I can hear myself breathing in the microphone, but I can't really hear it when I play it back. So sorry. <sighs> okay. The Awaken Fall Challenge starts October 8th. I will leave the link down below in the show notes, but um oh my gosh there's three workouts a week one for legs one for full body and one for upper body there is a day for planning there is a day for self-care and there's a day for an outdoor workout so a walk a run a bike a roller skating soccer I don't know whatever you want to do that's outside so there's four technically four workout days um a self-care day and a day with for like made for planning which is always going to be on a Sunday unless you choose it choose to change it it's four weeks and it is the workouts are simple enough that you can add it on to whatever your normal workout plan is if you are a member at Awaken check your emails for a discount code and um if you're not a member, go ahead and go to awakencardiokickboxing.com and you can go ahead and sign up there. If the challenge is not something that you want to do because it is kind of group based, like there's different 
group chats within it. If that's not your jam or if you just want to do something on your own, I do offer different training plans on my website as well. So if you go to awakencardiokickboxing.com, click on the link that says fall challenge, it's going to have, I have a few different ones. I have one that's fight like a girl, which is like weightlifting, but mixed with like some MMA exercises. And I say MMA because MMA stands for mixed martial arts. I don't do like a one specific, like I don't do Muay Thai in, in specific. I don't do jujitsu specifically. It's kind of like everything mixed. So it's literally mixed martial arts program. Okay. It's made for girls. Um, but that like tough girls, like fight like a girl is a compliment. Okay. Um, so I have that one. I believe that one is four weeks as well. And you can do that one on your own. Um, I also have an at-home program, I believe, on the website. I need to double check to make sure that one's live. I'm pretty sure it is. But go ahead and go on there. If you're interested on in one-on-one -on -one virtual nutrition or personal training, I do offer that. If you're local, I'm not taking in-person clients right now, but virtually, yes. So we can create a workout program together. We can create nutrition uh, habits together. And I am taking nutrition clients as well. So reach out. You can email me. Go to the website. There is awakencardiokickboxing.com backslash personal dash training. And it'll take you right to the application. You can go ahead and apply there. So that is all for like new stuff coming out. And I think next I'm going to talk about my TBR for the month of October. I'm excited for this month. I've been in spooky season already for like, I don't know, since August. And I'm kind of in a little bit of a slump. I'm reading two books, which I'm going to name, or they're going to be the first two on my TBR because I keep starting them and then stopping and then starting and then stopping. Or I'll go back and forth between the two because I'm just like not quite feeling it, but I really want to get through them. Like it's not because I don't like the books. I'm just like not feeling it and I want to give them a try. I really want to read them. So I'm hoping that I can get motivated again to read these two because I've already started them. The first two or the first one is I've talked about this before is The Weight of Blood by Tiffany Jackson and um, I'm just going to read the synopsis because I've already talked about this book in other podcasts. This is a horror that tackles America's history and legacy of racism in this YA novel following a biracial teenager as her Georgia high school hosts its first integrated prom. When Springville residents, at least the ones still alive, are questioned about what happened on prom night. <clears throat> they all have the same explanation. Maddie did it. An outcast at her small town Georgia high school, Madison Washington has always been a teasing target for bullies, and she's dealt with it because she has more pressing problems to manage. Until the morning and... Until the... What? Oh, until the morning a surprise rainstorm reveals her most closely kept secret, Maddie is biracial. She has been passing for white her entire life at the bereft, 
at the best of her fanatical white father, Thomas Washington. After a very, I think this is why I'm having a hard time reading this book. Like I'm having a hard time reading this synopsis. It's YA, but the writing style is just so weird to me. Like it doesn't flow naturally. Oh my goodness. Okay. So basically her father's white and he's like, nobody must know that you're half black. <laughs> After a viral bullying video pulls back the curtain on Springfield, Springville High's racist roots, student leaders come up with a plan to change their image. Host the school's first integrated prom as a show of unity. The popular white class president convinces her black superstar quarterback boyfriend to ask Maddie to be his date, leaving Maddie wondering if it's possible to have a normal life. But some of her classmates aren't done with her just yet, and what they don't know is that Maddie has another secret, one that will cost them all of their lives. So if that doesn't sound familiar to you, it is a retelling of Carrie by Stephen King, but with some uh, racial commentary, so that one it's it's like I said, I don't know, like it just doesn't flow for me. But I'm hoping that once I push through a little bit more that it starts to flow and make sense. But it's really cool because it goes back and forth between the uh the questioning when <laughs> the Springfield rut springville residents that are being questioned it like shows their little commentary anyway i'm going to stop talking about this book because i'm getting all tongue-tied with these words i don't <laughs> okay i will fill you in on how much i read of this one all right <laughs> the next one i have is divine rivals by rebecca ross this one apparently is ya as well which i didn't know when i picked it up um I, I thought it was an adult, but then somebody was telling me that it's YA. I'm kind of like, dang, because I like the spicy scenes, you know, like fourth wing. Mm -hmm. I love that. So Divine Rivals is a fantasy. And this is by Rebecca Ross. I think I said that. I'm going to read you the synopsis as well. This book is super popular right now. It is available on Kindle Unlimited. That's how I'm reading it. Um, all right, so when two young rival journalists find love through a magical connection, they must face the depths of hell in a war among gods to seal their fate forever. After centuries of sleep, the gods are warring again, but 18-year-old Iris Winnow just wants to hold her family together. Her mother is suffering from addiction and her brother is missing from the front lines. Her best bet is to win the columnist promotion at the Oath Gazette. To combat her worries, Iris writes letters to her brother and slips them beneath her wardrobe door, where they vanish, into the hands of Roman Kit, her cold and handsome rival at the paper. When he anonymously writes Iris back, the two of them forge a connection that will follow Iris all the way to the front lines of battle. For her brother, the fate of mankind and love. Shadow and Bone meets Lore in Rebecca Ross's Divine Rivals, an epic enemies to lovers fantasy novel 
filled with hope and heartbreak and the unparalleled power of love. So Iris has a an, uh, an athletic, the opposite of athletic, an alcoholic mother. And so far in the book, I am see like you're seeing as far as where I am, I you see the detrimental effects that her mother has. They are very poor. She has like like they have candlelight because the power's off. Um and they have no food, things like that, because the mother is an alcoholic. So I feel like I don't know, it's just it adds a really cool twist. Not cool, it's not cool, but like it adds a really like realistic twist on this fantasy because she is dealing with something so personal. And I just think that's like a really cool addition to the book so far. But again, I'm having a hard time getting through it. <laughs> so the next one on my TBR is The Last Word by Taylor Adams. I've had this one from the library. I've had it renewed twice already and it's just sitting on my table, but I'm glad that it's been renewed because sometimes when books, especially like new ones like this one, people will put it on hold and then you have to return it like soon and I haven't gotten to it yet so I'm kind of happy that um it's being because I, I really need to read it so so this one's basically it so people are very polarized in this one they either loved it or they hated it I have a feeling that I'm gonna lean towards the side of loving it more because some of the things that people didn't like it for don't bother me that much like if something's not realistic it doesn't bother me that much because it's a book it's not supposed to be real and um I don't know I don't really like pick apart books so harshly as like a lot of people do I just read them because it's fun so but this one is about a girl who posts a negative book review a woman living in a remote location begins to wonder if the author is a little touchy or very, very dangerous. In this pulse-pounding novel of psychological suspense and terror from the critically acclaimed author of No Exit and Hairpin Bridge, oh, of No Exit and Hairpin Bridge, No Exit, if you've heard of it, the book is so much better than the movie. They just came out with a movie. I believe it's on Amazon. I might be wrong, but I think it's Amazon. The book is so much better, like so, so, so much better. So I highly recommend the book. And I believe it's on Kindle Unlimited too. Don't, don't even waste your time with the movie. Don't even waste your time. It's so confusing. The book is way better. So Emma Carpenter lives in isolation with her golden retriever. And I just saw this, that there's a golden retriever, which means there's a dog. Oh, I hope nothing bad happens to the dog. Oh, Okay, so her golden retriever, Leica, she's house-sitting an old beachfront home on a rainy Washington coast. Her only human contact is her enig enigmatic old neighbor, Deke, and via text, the house's owner, Jules. One day, she reads a poorly written but gruesome horror novel by the author H.G. Kane and, ho and posts a one-star review that drags her into an online argument with none other than the author himself. Soon after, disturbing incidences start to occur at night. To Emma, this can't just be a coincidence. It was strange enough for this author to bicker with her online about a lousy review. Could he be stalking her too? 
As Emma digs into Kane's life and work, she leans, she learns he has published 16 other novels, all similarly sadistic tales of stalking and murder. But who is he? How did he find her? And what else is he capable of? So that's the last word. Again, people either love it or hate it. I'm hoping I lean towards the the loving it side, but <laughs> so that's that one. The cover of this one's super cool too, and it's it, it's a picture of I'm guessing this house, this old beachfront on the rainy Washington coast that they talk about. Rainy Washington coast, those vibes, yes please. My favorite, like foggy beaches for scary settings. Yes, yes, yes. All right, number four. Oh, we have The St. Ambrose School for Girls by Jessica Ward. This is Heather's Meets the Secret Society. Oh my gosh. Heather's Meets the Secret History in this thrilling coming-of-age novel set in a boarding school where the secrets are devastating and deadly. Um, I've heard there's like some mean girls, Heather's. I'm getting Wednesday vibes. This is another reason why I am filming this in the morning because I was going to film this last night and I kept hearing weird sounds and um, I'm not about that. So the sun is out. There's people around. If something happens, somebody will hear me scream. <laughs> okay, so let's get going. Okay. okay, so when Sarah Taylor arrives at this exclusive St. Ambrose School, she's carrying more baggage than what fits in her suitcase. She knows she's not like the other girls. If the shabby all-black non-designer clothes don't give that away, the bottle of lithium hidden in her desk drawer sure does. St. Ambrose's queen bee, Greta Stanhope, picks Sarah as a target from day one. And the most popular, powerful, horrible girl at school is relentless in making sure Sarah knows what the pecking order is. So, like, we got a Regina George on our hands mixed with a Wednesday Adams, right? Thankfully, Sarah makes an ally out of her roommate, Ellen, the vampire girl, or not vampire, werewolf girl from Wednesday, right? Her roommate, Ellen Strotz, Strotzberry, a cigarette-huffing, devil-may-care athlete who takes no bullshit. Okay, so maybe this is more, maybe not so much of a werewolf girl. Also down the hall is Nick Collis, the devastatingly handsome RA, and the object of more than just one St. Ambrose student fantasy, so the hot boy. Between Strauss and Nick, Sarah hopes she can make it through the semester, dealing with not only her schoolwork and a recent bipolar diagnosis, but Greta's increasingly malicious pranks. Sarah is determined not to give Greta the satisfaction, holy cow, of breaking her but when scandal unfolds and someone ends up dead her world threatens to unravel in ways she could never have imagined the saint ambrose school for girls is a dangerous delicious twisty coming-of-age tale that will stay with you long after you turn the last page that one i'm so excited for uh i'm excited to see the mental health representation and see how it is uh completed like executed because that can go really bad if it's executed horribly like in the wrong way uh, mental health depiction in books is a hit or miss and I'm really hoping that it's a good one on uh in this one because that would be horrible but I, I love the 
the vibe and the front of this book is like black and hot pink and it's just so cute so I'm really hoping because I want to put it on my shelf and be able to be like that book is cute like or not cute that book is so good okay and then the last one this one has been on my TBR for so long but I really want to get through it this month and that is the final girl support group by Grady Hendrix I love Grady Hendrix he wrote um my best friend's exorcism southern girls the southern book club guide to slaying vampires but I love his writing style he's just so funny but like his horror is gross and like very creepy but like not in a I don't know I just I love his style I love I've loved all the books I've read by him so far and so I'm really excited about this one and this one is the final girl support group a fast-paced thrilling horror novel that follows a group of heroines to die for in horror movies the final girl is the one who's left standing when the credits roll the one who fought back defeated the killer and avenged her friends the one who emerges bloodied but victorious but after the sirens fade and the audience moves on, what happens to her? Lynette Tarkington is a real-life final girl who survived a massacre 20 years ago, and it has defined every day of her life since, and she's not alone. For more than a decade, she's been meeting with five other actual final girls and their therapist in a support group for those who survived the unthinkable, putting their lives back together piece by piece. That is, until one of the women misses a meeting and Lynette's worst fears are realized. Someone knows about the support group and is determined to take their lives apart again, piece by piece. But the thing about these final girls is that they have each other now, and no matter how bad the odds, how dark the night, how sharp the knife, they will never, ever give up. So, uh, Yes, I am just picturing girls just covered head to toe in blood with like big axes. I don't know. That's just what I'm picturing. Okay. Have you seen the movie, The Descent? It's like, it's pretty old. It's about these girls there. They go spelunking. Is that what it's called? Spelunking? Cavern, like cave exploring. And then there's like these creatures down there. And like, there's just all these badass girls just like fighting these weird cave monster zombie things that are trying to eat them I'm picturing these girls like those girls like just so like with their pickaxes like just uh, like <laughs> killing everybody I don't know if that's accurate but like just from that description that's what that's what I'm picturing um but those are my five books that I really want to get through in October or at least start them at some point. If I DNF uh, the first two, The Weight of Blood and Divine Rivals, I'll be okay with it because I've just, I've tried so hard to finish the ear to even pick them up and I'm just like not really interested. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. The last thing I wanted to talk about are my goals for October. Um, And I highly suggest everyone make goals for the month. If you don't hit them, like, oh, well, but... For me, I need some direction. Like if I just don't have any goals at all, I won't go anywhere. I'll just literally stay stagnant. And I don't like that. So I have seven goals. The first goal that I have is to read this TBR list. 
I really want to get through all five of these books or like I said, either start, start them. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it because we just literally talked about it for like the last 20 minutes. <laughs> um, number two is I want to have two podcasts out a week, one on a Tuesday and one on a Saturday, at least airing on those days. Um, I've been doing good the last couple weeks and so far I'm on track this week. So here we go. I really, I'm really enjoying podcasting. I know I kind of suck at it right now and I'm like breathing weird or talking too fast or stumbling over my words. I don't have audio in here yet, like sounds or like good editing, but I feel like that's just going to come with more practice and more planning and just like getting used to the schedule and like podcasting in general. I'm still getting some hiccups here and there. Like for some reason, the publishing site that I'm using isn't it says it's going to Spotify, but then it's like not going to Spotify. So right now I just have YouTube and Apple podcasts, which isn't ideal. I would like it to go everywhere, but it's not right now. So that's okay. But, um, like I said, like things are just like, I'm just starting, I'm, you know, trying to figure out pacing. I'm trying to figure out how to breathe into this microphone. My headphones are picking up every single noise. So I need to get new headphones because it's really like really, really frustrating to listen to like sounds that you can't hear without headphones on, but I can hear in the headphones, like cars driving by my breath. I don't know if you can hear that, but I can hear that so strong in my headphones. Like I'm blowing into the microphone. So sorry if you can hear that and you're wearing headphones, but I'm just, like I said, like there's little things that I'm still testing out. Like what can you hear? What can you not hear? what kind, what type of day do I, I've been talking about spooky stuff lately. So filming or, you know, filming this at night, recording this at night isn't ideal because I keep getting scared and then having to stop the podcast early because I can't hear or I'm hearing weird sounds, things like that. So, um, but continuing my two podcasts a week schedule to get in the flow of things is one of my big, big goals for October. Um, another thing I want to do is start doing YouTube videos again. My goal is once a week for the month of October. I have one vlog already that I just need to edit real quick and then put out there. It's almost, it's pretty, it's pretty easy one. Um, but again, just making that time, figuring out time to edit, figuring out time to, um, film what I'm going to film Am I making time to film? Am I making time to edit? What am I doing with my time after I drop the kids off at school? That kind of thing. Another thing I want to really start doing is blogging a little bit more on my studio website. So I do have a women's cardio kickboxing studio. I am the owner, head instructor. I do everything other than teach yoga and a few boot camp classes. Everything else is all me. I teach all the kickboxing classes. I am financial, I am social media, I am the ideas, I am the creator, I clean, I'm everything, basically payroll, like all that stuff, that's all me. And I feel like I'm getting so caught up in like the businessy side of things sometimes that it, I get like exhausted and I'm not putting out the information that I want to be putting out. I want to educate people on fitness and nutrition and the importance of mental health and self-care and all of that. And I feel like I don't have a 
an outlet other than like Instagram really to do that. And not everybody has Instagram and Instagram just feels so like all about me, 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 me. And I don't want it to be about me, 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 me. I want to be able to teach other people. And I know not everyone can afford to have one-on-one instruction. So I really want to start blogging a little bit more like here are five nutrition tips that you can implement today. Here are, you know, the top two exercises to grow your glutes. Here are some things that you can do to protect your mental health, how your mental health affects your nutrition, how your nutrition affects your fitness, how your fitness affects your mental health, how it just kind of has the search. Like that's this kind of stuff I want to talk about in blog form. And then also eventually once I get in the podcasting kind of flow, I'll be talking about those on the podcast as well. But just so people have something to look back on and read, I really want to start blogging a little bit more, writing short articles on my website. And again, the website is awakencardiokickboxing.com. Number five on my list is to follow a workout program, which is going to be the fall challenge. So I am doing a little fitness or a workout routine um, through an app and I really like it, but I want to make sure that I really follow this fall challenge program Add in, adding in those workouts, doing the to-do list in the challenge, and just really making sure that I'm doing that with the members. I think so far we have about 10 people signed up for the challenge. And again, we still have a whole week or a whole five days before the challenge starts. So if you were interested, again, go to awakencardiokickboxing.com, sign up for that fall challenge and join us because I'm going to be participating as well. Um, and then... I really want to get my, so in 2020, I wrote a cookbook, like an ebook cookbook and I launched it and then I never talked about it ever again. And I was kind of embarrassed and kind of like the imposter syndrome kind of struck. And I was like, I don't, I don't deserve this. Like, and I sold it for like $7 and I used, um, I don't even remember what it was called but you had to like download an app to read it. And I just want to put this all on a PDF and just have it for like purchase for whoever wants to use it because there's some good recipes in there. Like some of them I forgot about. And then I went back and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about this chickpea tuna salad. I totally forgot about, um, a shepherd's pie. Um, and people always ask me for like plant-based recipes and I'm like, well, Uh, I don't know any when in fact I really do. So I really want to use those recipes because I took a lot of time. I created the recipes. I took photos. Like it was like um, a big project that I put together. And then after I did it, I just never talked about it ever again. (laughs) So because I had so much self-doubt. So I want to get that up and running again so that people can use it. And that my nutrition clients have access to it because there are really a lot of good recipes on there. And number seven, I just want to have fun. It's my favorite season. There's some things that I really want to get done. I really want to take some spooky photos, um, like specifically ghost boudoir photos. Um, One of my friends, we actually planned a day to take it next week. And she's going to take my photos and I'm so excited. I'm going to have like, um, like the ghost sheet, but like make it short and have like fishnets and high heels on and, uh, 
it's going to be so cute. I'm really excited for it. And then um, I really want to go to a haunted house, like an actual haunted house, not like a haunted house walkthrough. Like that will count if I can't go to one, but I really want to go to a haunted house. Like I really want to go to like the Winchester Mystery House or another haunted walkthrough, uh, the Queen Mary, something like that. Um, but that's going to be kind of tricky because where we are, we don't have uh, someone to really watch the kids. So we would have to either take them with us, which my son is not about the spooky stuff. And um, yeah, I just don't know how it's going to go, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I want to hang out with friends more this weekend. We have a friend that has, she does a big Halloween uh like she turns her house into a haunted attraction and so we're gonna go over there and help her do some Halloween crafts we have some birthday parties to go to this weekend and next weekend uh what else we have lots of stuff with friends coming up on Friday the 13th we're having an event here at the studio which I'll talk about afterwards um I like after it happens we have uh what else Javelina coming up which is a 100 mile race in Arizona which is Halloween themed and um that one is so fun so I really like want to dress up for that um and have like you know an actual costume on because last year was our first year and we didn't know what to expect but this year we're going all out we're going in and the kids are excited I'm excited we're gonna have matching pajama sets skeletons um all the good stuff. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I want to do the pumpkin carving contest. Um, Athletic Brewing Company is having a pumpkin carving contest. So I really want to participate in that. Actually like put in effort to um, carve a good pumpkin and get in that pumpkin carving contest. And then the last thing I really want to do is a costume challenge. And I'm going to be, I want to turn it into a YouTube video. So rebel gypsy wigs or rebel gypsy like the shop she has a bunch of wigs and I did a wig roulette which just means and I did the fantasy colors so it'll be like not a normal natural hair color but they'll send me like whatever like I don't know what they're gonna send me so I'm gonna going to be doing an unboxing with that wig figuring out uh, what costume I'm gonna choose based on whatever wig they send me so that's gonna be fun I'm gonna try to do everything thrifted like I don't want to do anything from Amazon if possible I know that's not always possible but if possible I want to like take you thrifting with me going to different stores to try to find elements of this costume or if I have to hand make stuff I want to hand make it so that's just some of the things that I want to do in my have fun in October goals because oh, like I said this is my favorite season of the year I'm happy I'm not depressed I'm not overwhelmed with anxiety and I just really want to have fun this month with my kids with me like I don't want to I don't want to be sitting in my house wishing that I did these things so that is all I have for this October reset episode and leave me a comment down below of what are some of your goals for October and um, don't forget to like subscribe leave a review actually don't leave a review yet 
wait until I have like 20 episodes and a lot of practice in because I still feel super weird recording and talking to myself. So anyway, like, subscribe, share if something resonated with you and we will see you in a few days. Thanks for listening.